You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Well, hello, my beautiful, smart, talented, high-achieving, badass mama friends. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Mama Work It podcast. I am so glad you're here, and I cannot wait to talk to you today about this incredible topic of networking. First and foremost, if you're new around here, hello. My name is Marissa Lonick, and I am the mom and entrepreneur behind Mama Work It, where we support moms in the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. I am a former corporate executive turned entrepreneur, coach, speaker, and author. I'm also, and most importantly, a mom of four incredible kids and wife to one awesome dude. If you are an ambitious mom who is in it to win it when it comes to career, kids, and life in general, you are in the right place. I love me a good goal to achieve. I love me a good snuggle sesh with my littles. And I love me seeing other women succeed at having it all too. Okay. So networking. Ugh. You know, sometimes when I hear this word, my brain immediately travels back to events where I'm wearing like a stick-on name tag or maybe something a little higher class, like a printed name tag with my title on one of those lanyards that I'm wearing around my neck. And I'm all polished and professional and feeling like I'm, quote, on stage, even though these are just simple conversations with people one-on-one. And as a super authentic person and somewhat of an introvert, side note, I believe I'm one of those extroverted introverts. Like, I need my fix of people interaction or I feel super lonely and unfulfilled. But then I also need downtime to be solo and recharge. I really, really need both. Anyway, so these kind of networking events, they can often feel like not necessarily my favorite thing to do, at least not that frequently, probably a little bit because of who I am. But don't get me wrong. Like, I like to get all glammed up and do this kind of stuff. I like to rock some business casual, cute outfits, meet new people. But since most of what I do is centered around people going after their dreams, achieving the ultimate combination of work-life balance, parenting, making that a priority, sometimes like the corporate networking events, when I was attending those, they weren't the number one place. I could be entirely authentic in that way when I worked in that space. Reason being, at some point, at some point, it wasn't my goal to climb the corporate ladder anymore. Once that goal had been established, the networking at these events, it didn't feel as fun to me. 
So this is what brings me to my first point on today's episode. When it comes to networking, you need to have a goal in mind in order to network most efficiently, most authentically, and for it to be more enjoyable than not. So do you know what your networking goals are? If they're to grow with your current company, then the work conferences, the happy hours, the business lunches are going to be your thing. They were once my thing and they worked really, really well. If your goals are to grow your business, what type of events make sense for that? Are they local entrepreneur groups or common interest meetups? Are they community events in your neighborhood or nearby cities? Are they virtual communities on social media? If your goal has nothing to do with your professional life and is more centered around making new mom friends or setting up play dates for your toddler, then networking at the park or daycare or even at the supermarket or the gym might be the best place for you to start. So knowing what your networking goals are is key because you will be able to not only zoom in on where you can more easily and effectively do your networking, but also how you drive the conversation in a genuine and productive manner. Years ago, I went to a professional development seminar and the topic of networking came up. I don't remember much of anything else that was said at this conference, but I do remember this. Everything you say in a networking conversation needs to have a purpose. Everything you say in a networking conversation needs to have a purpose. When you think about networking, especially as a busy mom, it can often feel like time is limited. And this is one of those things that doesn't always make the cut because you've got a hundred other things on your to-do list that need to get done. Networking feels like a nice to have, not a have to have. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay. Networking is actually what lands more people in the job they want rather than the credentials and the accomplishments that they have. Networking builds strong relationships and thus grows customer bases and businesses, making you tons more money. Networking develops deeper friendships with like-minded people. Networking is essential in this life, and if you're not doing it or doing it right, you are missing the boat on a lot of opportunities out there. So back to that tip I learned. Everything you say in a networking conversation needs to have a purpose. So don't talk about the weather for the sake of talking about the weather. Do it as an icebreaker to lead into a deeper conversation about what you're there for. Don't compliment someone on their outfit if you don't actually mean it. People can read right through fakeness and your chat is going to stay at that superficial level if you start it out on that ingenuine superficial note. So don't be afraid to bring up something that might feel too deep for a networking chat. This doesn't need to be like a full-on pitch, but if it feels authentic and helpful to add in how you might be able to support someone or provide value to the issue that you're talking about, do it. Do it. 
Now, with that said, with that said, it can feel so yuck to have someone network with you with only their agenda at hand. Oh, have you been in one of those situations? I know I have been on the receiving end of this type of networking, and I got to say, I don't like it. I do not like it. Someone appears interested in me or what I do and then only quickly steers the conversation in a direction to their benefit that has nothing to do with what I want or don't. Reason being, they don't ask questions. They don't ask any questions during the conversation, okay? And to be great, like truly, truly great at networking, you need to be curious and open to learning more about the other person than doing all the talking yourself, than pushing your own agenda throughout the conversation. This is so key. So I recently reread an incredible, incredible book, Dale Carnegie's book. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Highly, highly recommend this book if you haven't read it. No matter what you do, no matter what your goals are, it is a great read for anyone out there. And I am linking it in today's show notes so you can order your copy ASAP if you don't have one. It is especially a great topic for our conversation today when it comes to networking. One of the biggest takeaways that I got of this book, both times that I read it, is if you want to leave a lasting impact on someone when you meet them, The way you do that is by how you make them feel in the conversation. How do you make someone feel good? How do you make someone feel important? How do you make someone feel like they would absolutely love to talk to you again? It's super simple. You ask them questions. You are genuinely interested in what they have to say. You let them talk more than you do in the conversation. Now, you might be thinking, Marissa, you literally just told me that everything I say in a networking conversation needs to have a purpose. And you're not wrong, okay? Like, you're not wrong. I said that. You're totally correct. But these questions also do serve a purpose. And that purpose is still very much related to your end goal, I hope. That purpose is to expand your network of people who know like, and trust you. You cannot go wrong with any goal you have, whether that is professional growth in your career, sales expansion in your business, personal development in your friendships or in yourself. When people know, like, and trust you, it is never a bad thing. Okay, this is not to be confused with changing who you are to be liked by all. I will be the first one to say it. I'm not for everyone. I am not for everyone. I don't pretend or try to be. But I also feel like it is worth giving everyone a fair shot before writing them off as a potential friend, a potential customer, a professional ally. It's worth it. And you don't necessarily need to be everyone's friend, but isn't it better to have a lot of people in your corner than not? So when you're networking, I would highly, highly recommend to be focused more on questions, less on answers. 
Now, of course, if you're asked questions, answer them, right? People are curious by nature and the conversation is very unlikely to be one-sided, although sometimes it can be and you can totally exit that conversation if you feel like it's not serving you in any way. But sometimes even those conversations can be great for networking because you're learning a ton about a new industry, about your market, even a department you may have thought you wanted to transfer to, but now maybe is not such a good idea that you're learning all this information. So the purpose there could be simply information gathering, even if the conversation feels very much one-sided. Super, super, super important point to keep in mind amongst all of this is A, B, G. Always be genuine. So if you're really not interested If you're disengaged, if you're just trying to blow smoke up someone's ass, like find a way to either maneuver the conversation into something you are interested in or perhaps just end it. Like you weren't put on this planet to network with everyone and that's okay. That's okay. All right. I feel like we've chatted a lot about in-person networking so far in this conversation because that's where my brain honestly goes first when I think about networking. But there is absolutely an elephant in the room and a type of networking that we need to dive into here, especially for the introverts out there. And more importantly, for everyone, because it's 2023, baby, and a lot of us are working virtually or we're spending a lot of time online. So let's dive into networking on the internet. So many possibilities out there when you think about networking online, right? Social media platforms being a big way to network these days. Now, keeping in mind some of those skill sets you'd be utilizing when it comes to networking in person, same applies to networking online. Although I also think there's more boldness we can do here. People feel more confident, more comfortable online sometimes than they do in real life situations. So first and foremost, if you were planning to compliment someone in person, genuinely compliment them, right? We don't want to be disingenuous. You could easily do the same by commenting positively on their social media post. This is a great way to network and start dialogue online. If you were planning to ask questions in person, do the same via DMs. Now, obviously, you may want to Introduce yourself and state your purpose there so it doesn't look creepy, but a simple message like, hey, I love your feed about healthy snack options for toddlers. Curious what you recommend when it comes to including green veggies. Or, hi, I saw you work for XYZ Company. I'm thinking of applying there. Curious what you like most about working there. I love using the word curious here because it feels a little softer and less obtrusive than just hitting up a stranger with a question. It's like saying, I'm asking you this question because I'm curious. Simple as that. No hidden agenda here, although you could certainly imply that I'm a mom of a toddler who might not love green veggies, or I'm a professional seeking a new role just by me being curious and asking you this. You know, years ago, I took a Udemy course about networking on LinkedIn, and some of the things I learned were so simple and so basic, but these are things 
not a lot of people are doing out there. So I want to pass them your way because I've used them personally and I think they're just gems. By the way, if you haven't checked out courses on Udemy, you totally should. Lots of great options on there, including your girl's globally top-rated course, Time Management for Working Parents. Shameless plug. All right, linking it in the show notes. Moving on. Anyway, he said in this course that I took on Udemy years ago, the guy said to do this. And this was such an incredibly simple and smart way to grow my professional network in a way that felt really genuine and really helpful for my career. So the first thing he said to do and what I did was do a search with your university and where you currently live. So for me, that would be Binghamton University in New York and San Francisco Bay Area where I live now. See who comes up. Now, if you live in a densely populated area near the university where you went to school, this might bring up like tons and tons of options and the commonality might not be that helpful. So you may want to narrow down your search based on industry or company or anything else that would narrow down the search a little bit more. For me, I went to a state school in New York, and now I live in California. So there were not a lot of people that came up for me on my search, but that was actually a good thing because I think it was super fun and interesting to connect with alum from this school on the opposite side of the country. And almost everyone I reached out to was like equally as excited to connect with me. So that felt really, really good. If you have LinkedIn Premium, you can easily send these people a DM without having to be connected with them on LinkedIn. But if you don't, you can go ahead and connect with them and add a personalized note in your connection request that says something along these lines. Like, hi, so-and-so, hope you're doing well. My name is Marissa. Obviously, this would be your name. And I also went to Binghamton University or your college. Um, I live in the Bay Area, just like you or wherever you live. Um, Obviously, you know, don't tell this person you're me. You live here. That would be weird, but you get my point, right? Okay, so moving on. Um, So, hi, my name is Marissa. I also went to Binghamton University, and now I live in the Bay Area. Uh, Let me know if you have time for a quick coffee or virtual chat sometime soon. I'd love to get to know you better and learn more about what you do at their company, name their company. Take care, best, sincerely, however you like to sign your notes and your name. That's it. That's literally it. And that is the simple kind of framework of a message that you send to reach out to these connections. What's really cool about this too is that you may actually reconnect with people you went to college with who you lost touch with over the years. So when I was doing this exercise, I reconnected with a friend who had also moved out here that I had no idea. And we decided to grab lunch one day after realizing we worked just blocks from each other in San Francisco. So it was super fun to laugh, remember stories from school, and just catch up on where life had taken us. All right. Networking, networking. Last but not least, Let's talk about how you actually fit networking into your hectic life when you feel like you have zero time for it. I know you're probably thinking this. I totally get it. It's like you can learn all the things, but if you don't actually implement them, 
what good is it? Like, what does this podcast episode serve you if you're not going to take these tips and actually apply them to your life because you're too busy? So here are my tips to ensure you are including networking consistently into your life without having to necessarily add one more thing to your already very lengthy to-do list. And by the way, stuff like this is exactly what we talk about in my time management program, like how to take the things you want to do and actually create time and space for them in your life without the overwhelm, without the stress, without feeling like your list of things is growing faster than it's shrinking. So here are just a few tips for you, but if you want more, girlfriend, be sure to sign up for the time management free mini course, linking that in today's show notes, or hell, go all out right away and make that massive change with the time management four-week program. Like it is life-changing. I know it is. It is going to change your life. Okay, here we go. Let me tell you how to make time for networking. Number one, simple thing you can do. Make it a goal to send one DM per day. This will literally take you a minute or two and could be the start of a huge, massive shift for you, a huge step in your life. You never know who you're going to meet on those DMs. I would highly recommend making this a habit by tacking it on to something you're already doing. So for example, if you commute using public transportation, as soon as you sit down on the train, on the bus, wherever you are, you do this first thing before anything else. Or when you go out for a walk or you hop on your treadmill to get a little bit of exercise in, take the first warm-up minute or two and do this before you do anything else. So number one, make it a goal to send one DM per day. Number two, strike up a conversation in a place you normally wouldn't. So whether this be at the park, at school pickup, at the supermarket, at the nail salon, you name it. Start a conversation with a stranger. You could ask a question to get started. You could give them a genuine compliment and then see where the conversation goes. Like you're already there. You're already waiting in line or sitting in the pedicure chair or pushing your kid on the swing. Why not engage in a chat and do some networking while you're there? So that was number two, strike up a conversation in a place you normally wouldn't. My last tip for this episode, number three is be intentional. Think about your goals, what they are, and how networking can help you get there. Use your time with intention. Make everything you say count, every question, every statement. Be all in. Remember, you decide how you use your time. So why not make the most of any time spent networking work to its maximum benefit? All right, friends, we are just about out of time here with our networking like a boss and a mom episode. I so hope you found it helpful, fun, resourceful, and I would be absolutely honored if you did like it, if you would hit the rate and review button, the follow button, the share button, one of those buttons to let me know that you did. My biggest, biggest wish for my business is to make a positive impact through my voice for the working mom community. And it just brings me so much joy to know when these episodes and all that Mama Work It has to offer is doing just that. So if you've got 10 seconds to make that happen, I would be so incredibly grateful. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And as always, remember to keep on working it, mama. See you soon. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, if you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon, but in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.